0: You're listening to Wave 94, Tallahassee, Florida, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia, and the word today is escape, escape to heaven. I don't know, a lot of times we think that is totally impossible. I'm here to let you know, nope, you can do it, because heaven is, yes, a geographical place, but it's also The citizens of heaven living on earth, living as if we are actually in heaven today. It's almost uh, consistent with our prayer, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then that caption right there is the ability for you and I today to have an avenue to live on earth as if we're in heaven. And that's how we escape. As I was reading the word today, I was drawn to a king, a very influential king that caught the heart of God, and his name is Hezekiah. And in summary, what happened was Hezekiah was very, he was kind of obedient to the ways of the Lord and the will of God. Not a hundred percent, but much better than a lot of the other kings before him. And one of the instances is where, um, as he has been obedient, doing the things Uh, that the Lord wanted him to do, Um, there's a king that caught the attention. He happened to look over and see the blessings of the Lord. As you and I, believers here on earth in this day and time, 2024, as we pursue the things of God, naturally, God's blessing is going to run after us and overtake us. I mean, Imagine if you're paying your tithes, you're giving tithes and offering, and you're recognizing that the King of Kings is also the King of your life. Then God is motivated to release blessings into your life, and that is what happened with Hezekiah. Uh, Hezekiah did uh, good and right and true before the Lord his God in every work. That he began in the service of the house of God and the law and in the commandment to seek his God. He actually did it with all his heart. And so naturally, Psalms 1, you know, blessed is the man that walketh in the council. You remember that? And Psalms the first chapter. So he was really a Psalms first chapter guy. And therefore he prospered. That I'm 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 in the Bible. And I'm turning right now to Psalms, the first chapter, just so I can read it one more time, because this will motivate uh, in the days of Noah. We're living in wicked days, but we can still live in a manner that releases prosperity unto our lives. So it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a like a, a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper. So that is a good description of King Hezekiah. And as he prospered, uh, the king of Assyria, that was Sennacherib, saw his plentiful, wondrous, awesome land and said, oh, I shall take it. So now we're going to go to... 2 Chronicles, the 32nd chapter, and read what the king of Assyria uh, proposed to do against King Hezekiah, who was prospering because he lived the way how the Lord wants us to live. And so let's look at that. Okay, so the king of Assyria entered into Judah and he encamped against the fortified cities. Uh, thinking to win them over to himself. And then uh, Hezekiah saw what he did and knew that the purpose was to make war against Jerusalem. Uh, he consulted, Hezekiah consulted with his leaders and you know, wanted to figure out what do we do. So one of the things that the people decided to do was to stop all the springs and all the brooks so that king, the king of Assyria would not come and find so much water. And then uh, King Hezekiah, he strengthened himself. He built up the walls that were broken. Uh, he repaired uh, the Milo in the city of David. He made weapons and shields because he knew that the king of Assyria was declaring war. So he strengthened his people, he uh, set military captains over the people. And he told them, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because uh, don't, be, don't be afraid of the king of Assyria uh, for there are more with us than with him. And And he was actually speaking in two ways. He was saying his natural army, but also the army of the Lord, okay? Because he says with that king, It's an arm of flesh. But with us, is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah. So let's pause there and talk about ourselves. When we're living life every day, it does appear that... um, We cannot overcome many of the obstacles. I mean, what do you do when you've been married, say, for 40 years or 20 years or 15 years and your spouse look at you and says, I don't want to be with you anymore. That seems insurmountable. Like, how can I overcome it? Or what happens if you're thrown out of your home because you lost your job? Again, it seems to be insurmountable. And so, but Hezekiah not only uh, forced himself up and did everything he could do naturally, he also knew that the Lord his God would fight for him. And so that's how we have to live our lives as well. But then listen to what happened. The king of Assyria said, "You're crazy." Uh, and he began to like blaspheme uh, the Lord. I almost want to tell you how rich. Hezekiah was, so you could understand why the king of Assyria pursued King Hezekiah. In uh, Second Chronicles, the thirty-second chapter, verse twenty-seven, it said he had very great riches and honor. He had treasures, silver, gold, precious stones, spices warrior shields, all kinds of desirable items, storehouses for the harvest of green wine, all. He has stalls for all kinds of livestock and foals for flocks. I mean, he provided cities. I mean, See, we think people today are rich. Listen to Hezekiah. He has cities for himself, possessions of flocks and Herds and abundance for God had given him much property, and so this is the same Hezekiah that stopped the water outlet and brought the water in by tunnel into the city of David. So Hezekiah prospered in everything, and when we're following the ways of God, we are going to be prosperous, okay. So for that reason, the enemy will look at you and say, "I will take this, I will take that, I will attack this," and and the question is, what are you gonna do uh, when you walk in faith, as Hezekiah did during that perceived attack? You know, and he encourages people. He did all he could do naturally, but he also encouraged his people by faith. So when we walk by faith, then it means we're activating our relationship with the Lord. We're saying unto God, look, I can't do anything about this. This is what I can do. And Father, this part belongs to you. So what else did the king of Assyria do? Well, he began to uh, go to the people directly to tear down their faith in God and to instead replace it with fear. And so he did that by saying, oh, so, you what do you trust in? Uh, do you trust in Hezekiah, the God of Hezekiah? And this is in Second Chronicles thirty-second chapter, starting at the eleventh verse. He said, "Do you believe?" Hezekiah when he says the Lord our God will deliver us from the hand of the king of Assyria. He said is this not the same Hezekiah who took away now the false images, the false gods, the Gentile, the paganistic gods that they were worshiping. He took all the high places down. I mean he said you only worship one God. This is the same Hezekiah. Matter of fact Why don't you ask all the other lands that we have already conquered, ask them, where are the gods of all those lands? And did anyone deliver them? This God that you're worshiping, he's not going to deliver you. So he said these kinds of words in order to snatch faith away and instead to replace it with fear. I recently had a circumstance of an insurance situation and uh, uh, the car was totaled. Uh, We were told we had no insurance and normally you would give up. But I said, no, the God that I serve, my father will not allow such a calamity. And I began to walk in faith. Yes, I did everything I understood to do naturally. But there was a part of that process that I said, I began to declare that our God, my God, is greater than the forces of the enemy. And that's what we must do. And this is what Hezekiah was facing. Um, so therefore, this uh, king of Assyria said, do not let Hezekiah deceive you or persuade you that your God will deliver you from my hand. So the enemy will speak directly to us and tell us there is no way that God will deliver us. And uh, so he began to blaspheme God and he spoke against the God of Jerusalem. And uh, he, Hezekiah now got flustered and didn't know what to do. So he said, well, let me find a man of God. And he found the prophet Isaiah. And we're going to turn to, maybe I'll get a chance to look at Isaiah And see what he says, but what the Lord did, God sent, God responded. See, vengeance is the Lord. I mean, when you you live in the kingdom of heaven, like we're talking about, escape to heaven. But what I want you to understand, don't escape like in the spirit of fear. No, if you must escape, still escape. With the spirit of faith, knowing that your God, our God, is greater than anything that comes against us. Matter of fact, the Lord sent an angel who cast down every mighty man of valor, every leader, every captain in the camp of the king of Assyria. And he sent that king shamefaced back to his own land where his own children killed him. With the sword, but he saved God, the Father of heaven and earth, the Creator of heaven and earth. He saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Zanacharib, the king of Assyria. And guess what? That made people glorify God because they began to bring gifts to the land, to the Lord of Jerusalem. And they presented this to Hezekiah. And, and then Hezekiah became exalted, you know. So we got to be careful also, we as believers, that as we go through our journey here on earth and uh, the Lord uh, uh, exhibits his great power or his favor or, or he allows us to prosper, we cannot be guilty. Of allowing the spirit of pride to enter and in sneaking into our spirit man, into our heart. Amen? Because that's what happened to Lucifer. I mean, he allowed pride it, when he was saying, I will, I will ascend. But we cannot risk that. Because once pride comes in, then all the good that you've done, all the prosperities, all the blessing, all the favor, you eradicate it by accepting the spirit of pride. In Isaiah, prophet Isaiah chapter 37, is talking about what happened to that uh, the king, because what the Lord did, the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp 185,000 soldiers in one night. How powerful is our God. And one night, one angel killed 185,000 soldiers. And the king of Assyria's camp, that blasphemed the Lord and spoke against the prosperity of uh, Hezekiah, spoke against his God, the God of Jerusalem. Wow. That was the vengeance of God. Hezekiah did become prideful. His heart was lifted up and, and he almost, matter of fact, because of his pride, the wrath of God was released against him personally and hovered over the inhabitants of Jerusalem. But thankfully, he humbled himself from the pride that was in his heart so that the wrath did not come upon them in the days of Hezekiah. Matter of fact, uh, as he was sick, And um, Isaiah, the 38th chapter, tells us how King Hezekiah was sick and near to death. And um, Isaiah told him, look, get your house in order because you shall die and not live. Because at this moment, because of that pride, the wrath of God is actually ascending upon him. And then Hezekiah humbled, as I mentioned before and turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, remember, God, remember, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. Sometimes we stray away from remembering that this good God is also the God of the universe and it is so easy for us as mankind to flow back towards sin you know unintentionally the good thing about it is if you would repent and confess then the god that same god moves towards compassion and and he sent as as hezekiah was weeping and bringing back to the lord the good things he had done before pride The word of the Lord came to Hezekiah saying, go and tell Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears and I will add to your days 15 years. So God extended his life. He delivered Hezekiah. He delivered the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He defended the city. And so he even gave him a sign of the shadow of the sundown. And so my point to you and I is, as we follow the ways of God, like Psalms, the first chapter mentioned, we will prosper. And as we prosper, the kingdom of darkness will watch and look at us and want to take away from us what God has given unto us. And I caution you, I caution me that we do not allow the spirit of pride to stand against what God has done for us in our lives. Because the kingdom of the kingdom of darkness, the spirit of pride, they are on one accord. So if you move in pride, that you are allowing an opening for the kingdom of darkness to come in and snatch the prosperity that God has given you. Snatch the faith that you have in your heart and instead replace it with fear. That brings me over to Romans, the third chapter, and it says, What then? Are we better than they? Meaning, are we the believers? The converted ones, the elect ones, are we better than the sinners, the Gentiles that never got converted? Huh, not at all. This is the word of God, Romans, the third chapter, verse number nine. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. But guess what? There's none righteous. No, not one. There's none who understand. There's none who seeks after God naturally, right? We have all turned aside. We've all become together unprofitable. There's none who does good. No, not one. So we are all guilty of being able to be sinful in a split second. I mean, our mouth could be full of cursing and bitterness, and our feet could be swift to blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace, you know, we'll we'll abandon peace in a heartbeat. And then we'll forget about God and we'll move away from fear of God. There's no fear of God before their eyes. So in Romans, the third chapter, it says that we are all guilty, all guilty before God. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the glory of God is Jesus So we have all fallen short of being like Jesus. (laughs) Okay, so being justified freely by God's grace through the redemption that is in Jesus, Christ Jesus, who God sent for it, right? As a propitiation by Jesus' blood. So when we stop and take communion, we're, we're stopping acknowledging the grace of God and the power of the blood of Jesus that is able to purify us and, and, and reconcile us so that we can stand before a just God. So who can boast? And that's what Hezekiah did. He began to boast in his own works. He began to boast and be filled with pride. But the word of God in Romans, the third chapter says, where is boasting then? It's excluded. So we must conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Or is God the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the gods of the Gentiles? Why? Because there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Wow, that one phrase. That one phrase kind of nip it. In conclusion, saints of God, like Hezekiah, like the man who pursues God, we will prosper. But like Hezekiah, we could also be filled with pride. And like Hezekiah, the wrath of God can hover over us. And so my caution to us today is, yes, escape to heaven, but escape in faith and not in fear. And then walk humbly before the Lord so that the blessings of God can remain with you. And so today you're listening to Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia. And I would like to pray for us in this time and season of uh, turmoil that we're living in. Father God, I ask you today to allow us, first, we would like to thank you for all that you've done for us. You've done so much, God. You've given us so much peace where there's been raging war you've healed our bodies our minds our hearts and our souls and God you've given us hope where we had none and so today we just want to stop and say thank you and lord i ask you to release unto us today faith and that we would seek after you that we would understand the blessings god that you release unto us and that we would not walk in pride but in humility And Lord, we will pursue your will. We will remove the false gods from in front of our eyes, Lord. And we will not worship the things on earth, but instead we will use them to be blessed by you, to be blessings to others so that the glory of our existence on this earth, that it comes up to you as a sweet, sweet smelling odor. In Jesus' name we pray. Blessings unto us today. I'm going to say have a wonderful Monday. And uh, remember that I love you, but God loves you. Jesus loves you. Holy Spirit is here with us. They love us so much, much more than I know how. And so I'm encouraging you today to pursue the things of God so that you can remain blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye.